Dagmod's Media Machine presents The Brews with the Dudes Podcast. <laughs> Damn. Or Mad Max? <laughs> yes. It could either or. I mean, do you think they had Rust-Oleum in Mad Max? What? When no, did Mad no, Max... When was this supposed to have taken place? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's after the world ends. I thought it was like 2022 or something like that. I thought it's like a year oh, that's coming up really well, soon Well, we built here. out in plenty of uh, anticipation <laughs> and whatnot. I don't know, man. <laughs> Might have to consult the Oracle. Yeah, we might have to. Or rewatch. We might have to. Rewatch it. It's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Brews with the Dudes podcast. I am Jake Lindquist. I'm Donnie Allen. And with us is the well-known historian, Steve Collins. <laughs> <laughs> no relation to <laughs> Phil Collins. I was waiting for the man, the, the myth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everyone wants to know, when did you start with uh, Encyclopedia Britannica? Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> well, thanks for coming back uh, and uh, uh, sitting at the... What, is this an octagon? What did uh, we determine this was? This is count one. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. octagon. Sitting, octagon. Sitting in the octagon yeah. with us. Yeah, no, it's not UFC, though, so you don't have to like. I don't get to throw down. Weight. No. I mean, you can hit Jake if you I, want. Well, I'll throw down with the mic. You, you can throw... <laughs> yeah, we're going to club Again. each other with the mics. <laughs> All right, time to drink some beer. Beer. That's my favorite part of the podcast. Ooh. This oh, one of these. Steve, bring uh, I'll take one of these. Okay. I love that you always bring your own reinforcements with. You're just too good for our... Uh, our hipster beer? Our hipster beers. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> no, he likes flavored water, right? Leave him alone. Actually, I, I, definitely I'm going to take one of those from you at some point tonight. I've never had that green belt, but the green belts I have had I liked. Yeah, mm. the uh, the primos. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I fully anticipated taking all the shit from you, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you brought a bunch of beer? So you can tolerate being around you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, well, shit, I gotta if, be around this little asshole. If, if my pace accelerates exponentially, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Challenge Perfect. accepted. So there might be an arm wrestle by the end of the night. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, let's we'll, see how much beer we we'll have. adjust the cameras. And, <laughs> okay. But didn't they make a movie about arm wrestling? Is there a Sylvester uh, Stallone? I hope so. Arm wrestling film? I, there like could the be. 80s. That sounds great. Steve, do you know you're the historian? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm pulling a blank. <laughs> All right, so Gas Monkey Garage. I see you're wearing a shirt of theirs. Um, I feel like I've never really watched it, but I've seen the memes. So is the show pretty cheesy or is it pretty decent? Honestly, I haven't watched it in years. Okay. Because uh, it's like, it's the goatee dude, right? Yep. Uh, kind of a silverback. Yep, Richard Rollins. Wasn't there okay, a dude? Richard with like, Rollins, that's with it. With like yeah. a, uh, a ZZ Top beard on there as well. Yes. That would is he conflict. like one of the fabricators or something? Yeah, he was like the lead fabricator. He, he okay. was, He's, though. Yeah, he left the show. Really? Yeah, now they don't. I don't know if they actually have a cable show. Now they just do online YouTube stuff. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why Dad Mods isn't going anywhere. Yeah, cheesy ass bullshit. So, the story behind the shirt they just recently had a basically giveaway. You buy a t shirt, whatever. You get put in a drawing. It's like everyone else is doing. You win a car. You go down, mm -hmm. go down, pick, your, pick which car you want. 
And since I got sucker written across my forehead, <laughs> I, I bought a couple T-shirts. Sure, sure. Hence the T-shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. But yep. there was a couple Model A's that were... Really? That, that was, I mean, I could always mm. use more T-shirts. Well, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll buy a T-shirt and yeah. a chance to... Go get a Model A. Yeah, you spend, what, 60 bucks and you could win a Model A? That sounds like a fair deal. Yeah, that's pretty that's rad. And you get a shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why I the still fuck get a not? shirt on the deal. Like, I'm not going naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's because you're not one of your sons. The coworkers appreciate it. <laughs> this is true. Probably you guys. This is true. true. So, yeah, wait a minute. There was, uh, tell me about the lineup of cars that were offered in this thing. How, how did this work? Uh, it was just like random drawing. Uh, is it one of those, what do they call them, waffles? Wait, um, what is this? I don't need- no, a waffle is an auction on Facebook. Yeah. Because Facebook doesn't allow auctions. Mm-hmm. I think it, a so waffle you, so is a waffle. code for raffle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's code word. So it's a, it's a raffle, but they're like, I'm donating this. But I need you yeah. to all donate 10 bucks. Yeah. So it's it's a workaround, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just it's a play on words. Yeah. Because I, I wonder why these, these, like, you could win a car thing just popped up fucking everywhere. Like, yeah, everybody was now. offering something like that. And I have to assume that it's it works amazing to raise more money than selling the car outright would be. I think that's got to be the angle. That's what we need to do with the Civic. Well, and that crossed my mind. I thought, like... $100 buy-in gets you a shirt, maybe a hat, chance to win mm-hmm. the Civic. We get eight people... And yeah. you, get rid of <laughs> you get rid of the Civic. <laughs> yeah. And, and you make twice as much money. Yeah, right. And uh, you get Dad Mod's merch out. Exactly. Mm, you got a shirt for the. Oh, it's you interesting. Buy some t-shirts, Steve? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the t-shirt game. Actually, mm-hmm. I I actually had heat press to do all t-shirts, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in doing subpar products. Oh no, no no, we mean like, do you want to buy a yeah, t-shirt? Oh yeah, I'll, <laughs> buy I'll buy a t-shirt. Cool. I already told you I got sucker across my forehead. Steve's gonna buy thirty-four t-shirts oh, and a man. chance to win the Civic. Well, it's it, my it, dream car. So it works really, really like good. It works when you have a good audience, though. I think that's a big part of it. You got yeah. a decent audience. You got decent reach. There's more I, people that are willing to pitch in. I think our audience is good. It's just not big enough. Yeah, like it might work if we. The only thing is, like, okay, so say we sell tickets for twenty bucks a pop, um, and you get a a decal or something like that. The only problem is, like, what happens if only twenty people get reached? Yeah, you know, you just keep extending the deadline. Oh, oh, (laughs) another month. Our selection (laughs) software is not working. Yeah. Oh, we had to glitch. We had to extend another month. Yeah. Bonus entries this month. Well, so we're going to have a good um, uh, test run with this. And granted, the Civic would probably bring a lot more people in because yeah. then it's like you, could you can win, win a car. Yeah. But we um, Super Clean is one of our sponsors of the show. And like, uh, well, the affiliates or whatever you'd want to call yeah, it. They give um, us products. They give us some swag and yeah. stuff. That, hence the, the Super Clean shit in the back here and all the cleaning products and stuff. Um, they're going to be doing a, a giveaway with us. So, um, you know, basically it, we'll figure out what the, the c- circumstances for it and we'll announce that really quick here. But, um, you know, people can enter to win a free giveaway of a bunch of super clean things and stuff. I'm so it'll down. be interesting to see how it all works out and how many people actually jump into that. <laughs> and well, then that will inform whether or not we put the Civic up. <laughs> well, I know one guy who's a sucker, so... 
Sign me up for two. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what's wrong with Steve, that. But. Steve buys enough tickets to actually go out and just buy the products. I've <laughs> yeah. been money ahead to buy the products instead of... Oh, with the, the cleaners, no. no there's, it's just going to be straight like... Like and share know. and post a picture or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure Ring out something bell. like that. Like, basically, um, if you're subbed to the channel and... Uh, I mean, I don't know what the other thing was. Sub to the channel and comment on the video or something yeah, like that. That's like, probably we'll, what we'll end up doing. Yeah. It'll be something silly. So something you already do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And thank you for that. It's it's yes, nice. Yes. Whenever it's we really see like the, the top three um, or the first three hits on these videos, we know it's probably you or one of them. Followed by <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. I usually pride myself and. You get the number one view. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because I, yeah, my life is that exciting. <laughs> well, your like, life's actually pretty fucking exciting. Hey, you, and you're a crane operator. And based That's on what you were doing ass. the other day, that was pretty fucking sweet. Are you assembling a crane still? Or are you, um, were no. you flying the big guy? Yeah, we're, yeah, assembling boats. Assembling boats, yeah. That sounds That's badass. Pretty fucking dope. And for the listeners who who aren't aware, it's not like we're assembling uh, dinghies. Yeah. Uh, Homeboy here is assembling thousand foot uh, freighters. Oh well, we're not doing anything that big. Okay, so dinghies, <laughs> <laughs> like, like speedboats, pontoons, <laughs> ferries, ferries. That's oh, they're ferries. Ferries currently. are still yeah. good sized boat though. It's like a 300 foot boat. <laughs> yeah, that's still a good sized boat. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But you guys service everything that's on the Great Lakes. Correct. You'll service everything. You handle all the shipping industry related stuff. And that includes salties, things, you know, overseas boats, um, you know, the, the for, big for those domestic market stuff. For those don't live here, like our friend in New Zealand, Glenn, shout out. Um, yep. <laughs> learned his name and memorized it. Mm -hmm. uh, a salty is a ship that goes on the ocean as well because the locks are only so big. You can only get certain size ships out there through the locks and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So that's what a salty is. It's not somebody who's just being a bitch. Yeah. Well, although it's probably like an Australian <laughs> expression. There's lots of people out there too, though. <laughs> a lot of bitches on the Great Lakes. I know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you to drink tonight. Is it working? Yeah, he's going to need another one pretty quick here. <laughs> I am. Yeah. So, I mean, what, um, so you've worked in the, the shipping industry forever. You, you, uh, 15 or, years. Yeah, 15 well, years. At my current position. Yeah, that's, that's fucking wild. That's a, long, that's a pretty good length of time. That's funny. So, I've, yeah. I've been in social work for 14 years. So, you started right before you and I, well, no, we were hanging out at that point still, weren't we? No, we I, weren't yet. I, I got my first adult, well, not adult job, but my first job 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> Not to make you feel ancient. I already feel old. That's fine. You look old. I am yeah. old. Huh? Well, relative. It's so, just a number. You've seen some shit in your 15 years there. Yes. What is the wackiest thing that you've come across? Uh, oh, can you even speak to it, though, there, for that matter? There are some things I just can't speak about. Okay, I suppose, because, yes, this is the shipping industry. So, yeah. how, how, like locked up are you guys as far as like okay so you can't fly uh without going through the tsa bullshit that's super locked down these days well as locked down as tsa will allow it how what's the shipping industry like how what level of um border patrol related stuff are we talking there's actually uh so like to access any of the docks on the waterfront you have to have a a twick card transportation worker identification card 
Uh, it's like a TSA type card with a little chip in it and your photo and mm. there's supposed to be security guards checking it and TSA will actually come down every once in a great while and like make sure everyone's like on the up and up. Wait, you're telling me you guys have to deal with TSA? On a rare occasion, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I would, I would kind of Are they better? Is is there like a hierarchy of TSA agents? Like the ones who go to the shipyard are better or worse? Yeah, they, do they bitch at you more or are they more laid back? <laughs> Honestly, I've had so few uh, encounters. Run-ins, yeah, encounters. That, <laughs> yeah, and even like That's the few, the few okay. times I do show up to make sure everyone has, I mean, who they are says who they say they are. They well, that dude's in the crane. We're we're gonna fuck. Oh that yeah, dude. that's true. I mean, so you're yeah. you're not gonna have any interactions with them, I suppose. No, no. So when the TSA comes through, what are they? Um, can you even say what they're checking? Like, are they just inspecting, like what ships or or basically vessels? Just, <laughs> like so, like there's like a gate guard like checking everyone in, just basically double checking. Oh, yep, X Y Z person's here. There's not anyone else who's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Yep, that guard's doing what he says he's doing. That's cool. Okay, and it, it's even that's pretty, pretty rare. They don't just seem to care about shipping. So it's it's more uh, inspection related than anything else. They don't yeah. specifically work for you guys. They're closer to like OSHA or something um, in the way that they come out and they just of. make sure shits on the up and up. Yeah. Okay. That's so not bad then. That's how cool. often do you guys have foreigners coming through? Do they ever like set foot? in the Fraser area or are they like um it's pretty rare f- to be in the shipyard itself but like we go all over the harbor there's nowhere mm. we don't really go okay if, if we if they need us we go to them so how often okay. do you get to interact with these foreigners like when the salty comes in do you ever get to chat with some dude who's from like Spain or something oh yeah that's cool I, I've, <laughs> I've had people with all over no so, shit and then in a previous uh, career, I actually, for like a season, I worked for a company that sold groceries and sundries to the ships. And a few times I've huh. had to actually go out and like call on these salties and like huh. take their orders. And there's some crazy <laughs> shit out there. <laughs> like, what are they ordering? <laughs> Just everything groceries. Mm. They order some weird shit too. Yeah. <laughs> so is it more like at least American? At least American would view as. Oh sure. They, they don't yeah. order like touristy stuff. They're like, oh, I'm in America. Like, give me a big fucking cheeseburger and some steak. <laughs> I need some Frito Lay. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like, like especially with salties, like everything's like cash on delivery, and you gotta like get cash. And I'm, I remember this one time I'm dealing with this captain. He's Russian. And I remember he had this like one like nail that was like super long and like sharpened to a point like a coke nail oh yeah it was like, <laughs> like a coke nail like on steroids <laughs> like like you could like flash and like cut you and like processes Jesus. Like, all like in the Damn. same like this dude like it's a weapon oh yeah and like like he needs a permit for it and, like, he wanted to sit down and do like vodka shots and like and he was like just he was intimidating did you fuck. did you take him up on this offer no, I was too young. Oh, I'm fuck. Like, I can't do that on the job. Yeah, but you could. Oh. I'm like, no, I'm sure he's just thinking, this kid's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, these fucking Americans are so soft. What do you mean you're not drinking at work? Yeah, you're like 17. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get your life together. What are you doing? <laughs> That's badass, dude. Okay. <laughs> you're Russian ships. 
God, I suppose. I mean, well, no, wait. How how do you get a Russian ship here? With the water? Well, he might have been like, <laughs> <laughs> he might have been like very like Eastern European, like Russian Federation. Type yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I guess I I know jack shit about Russia, and I should probably know more. Don't they? Don't they have part of a? Isn't there a sea that leads to the ocean by Russia? Isn't there a harbor right there? Up by or no? Maybe I'm thinking of Sweden. I might be thinking of Sweden and Denmark. <laughs> well, my my European knowledge might be Russia does whack. have coastline. Eventually, yeah. But I mean, they would. I know they have coastline on like the Alaska side of the United States, but it wouldn't make sense to go all the way around and up and in. Well, like the way shipping works, like. They might not just be a vessel might be a Russian flag, but it might not be. It could be moving goods from That's A true. to B that has nowhere near Russia. Are you pulling up a map? <laughs> I'm pulling up a map. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I told you the earth is flat, man. You don't believe me. All right. I'm going to see. This is a no. test. And oh. sorry for you guys uh, if this doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys can still hear us. It looks like the audio is working. Quiz? Um, bear with me. Gonna I'm just going to do browser I, capture. I can name like some states. We're going to grab a <laughs> map of world. It might might pop oh. up. Is it going to work? What's hey, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for, for dealing with that moment of shenanigans there. Um, okay. So what we have here is a map of the worldly world. Um, let's see if this is going to let us zoom. I hope it does. Zoom. A little bit. A little bit. Here okay, we go. So there's, okay. There's so water up there's, here. Here we got Russia up in her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that herein lies my confusion about the, the whole. So they how just, do we get Russian ships here? So they, they just um, go up by Iceland, right? So we're, there? we're right there at the, the, you know, basically Lake Superior is pointing at us there uh, hopefully you guys can see the cursor and then um you know russia's way up here so we're talking that this ship goes all the way around like you know ireland and and you know the uk there and comes in through the saint lawrence and floats its way all the way up to us that that's a long cruise yeah i mean there's <laughs> there's ships that call on in this port from all over the world yeah that's wild that is wild so these crazy uh, uh, Soviets have to uh, sit on that boat for a long time. <laughs> no wonder they want to just drink as soon as they get here. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'd want to drink too. Well, they probably don't stop, and that's how it passes the time. Well, probably. Depending on what country or what... I don't exactly know exactly how it works, but depending on what country the boat's flagged out of, or the uh, some crews aren't allowed to leave the vessel. Oh, no shit. Yeah, depending on where they're from. Look crazy to see that. Well, that again, yeah. that probably gets the TSA involved in all that. I would, oh, yeah, I, will, I would assume. I mean, TSA. And if then, you have uh, somebody from border. Russia, you don't want them just getting off and exploring Duluth. And even, uh, yeah. even like U.S. flagged uh, uh, Lakers or Oro boats. If say the last port they went to was Canada, even just if they just stopped for fuel in Canada, as soon as they tie up in the states, Border Patrol has to go on board before oh, anyone. Oh wow! Can no shit. Yeah, it hmm. probably helps with like smuggling and all that kind of crap too. I think it's just. Something on the books that they have to do. Oh. Fine. Yeah. yeah, low this, low that. God, that's so that interesting. Would, that'd be an interesting life, though. To like, to sail. Yeah. To be, to, to, well, you're not sailing. You're not sailing. You know, to be a crewman on a vessel like that. Yeah, that would be wild. Have you ever done that? Have well, you ever... uh, when when I was in the Coast Guard, I sailed the Great Lakes on an icebreaker. So. Oh, um, I mean, it's not exactly like 
like what the Lakers are. No, but you're still on a ship for a couple months at a time, I'd assume. Yeah. Was it the Sundew at that point? No, I was on a, the Mackinac, the old Mackinac. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that must have been wild. So you lived on the boat. Yes. How yeah. long of a stretch would you be out? I think the longest we were, uh, we never, didn't tie up for when I was on board was probably a week, week and a half. Oh, okay. Oh, Maybe that's, two weeks. That's yeah. That's that pushing. Bad, yeah, I don't feel like that's long enough to get like, wacky. Stir crazy. Like everyone's still to go just full working. shining and chase coworkers with an axe. I feel like that would take, like, well, like Charlie yeah, talks right. about being out at Ketchikan, yeah. stationed out there. I feel like that's when you get um, cabin fever. Yeah. But even like, you're stuck on a vessel with 80 people like that. And a lot of, a lot of younger guys mm -hmm. and same. Thing, things get... Close. Things happen. <laughs> yeah. if you find in, uh, interesting ways of uh, entertaining yourself. Oh yeah, I don't even want to know. So is, is I do. it like double dutch shredder? <laughs> well, you got a group of younger dudes, so you can yeah. only imagine. There's there's a lot of oh, penis and, that's and probably out. Any female on that ship? God, oh man, that poor woman. Well, that's a good point. Are there females in the Coast Guard that would go out on something like oh, that? Yeah. There. We had, I can't remember exactly, it was probably close to a dozen. Oh, out of, um, out of how many? Um, it was like it was 83 total crew members. On oh, okay. okay. So that's so. like eight dudes per check. Yep. They're probably kind of <laughs> used to that, honestly. Easy. Like, I, I'm sure women get a lot of practice at sort of deflecting random cocks. So I, yeah. I can't imagine that it's, you know. And they, they have like their own birthing areas and their own oh, that's cool. facilities, so. Yeah, so th they can kind of keep a distance from yeah. the the horny bros that are out there. Yeah, but so, a, a week but is different. Typically, they in that in that kind of world, they you they grow a pretty thick skin pretty quick. I believe they're, they're it. they probably have to after most of them just end up being one of the dudes. After yeah, a while, the anyway. first time mm -hmm. you make some ass joke or something like that, they probably just put you in your place. Oh, ass jokes, bro! Yeah. I think they have ass jokes before they even get into the military or, or coast guard. Yeah. In this probably, in sense. you know, it's like they probably go in there and they're so used to seeing unwelcomed cock all over that they're probably just like <laughs> fucking dudes, you know. <laughs> so, if, so if you're living on the ship and all that for a week, two weeks at a time, do you get like an off day or off downtime, or is it just you're working the entire time unless you're sleeping? Um, kind of depends on what our mission or at that time is mm -hmm. but okay. basically you're like ice breaking season work you're going just the whole time yeah god that'd make for a long day i guess it makes your days go quick though well you're typically like when you're out you're you're standing four hour watches okay yeah and then you have your normal work day during the day and that's not as bad and i guess that takes up pretty much all your time yeah you just go to sleep yeah. at that time we played a lot of halo so we had uh <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. Wait, wait. Are we talking Halo One? Uh, I think it was Halo or Two. One. It was either one or two. Either way, great games. And yeah. so the whole Xbox. boat was wired with Cat Five, and so like there was, what we actually had a server dedicated to Halo on the on the boat. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's fantastic. So wait, okay, so it's all wired for Cat Five. Um, clearly, it's wireless. No, at that time it was no. all wired. Uh, the original Xboxes weren't wireless. You had to. Uh, wire no, no. I, I mean, like, how are. This is pre internet. Mm -hmm. um, okay. My mind goes to, well, surely you've got a wireless internet connection then. No, no, no. no this no, this no. is not. There's so no internet only, applied. We're only playing with. 
this is literally a boat. massive land party yes. on the boat, like yes. a um, a closed loop land yeah, party. The, exactly. The yeah. original Xbox, you could yeah, you could do land parties so, with, but you can in do a way it online. That's cool. That almost okay. made it more fun because you knew you knew everyone's gamer tag. You yeah. knew exactly everyone, and like. So you, yeah. there was times when like some <laughs> heated matches be going on. I bet that douchebag Roger <laughs> just keeps shooting me as soon as I respawn. You hear like from, coming from another part of the boat, someone hooting hard. <laughs> <laughs> Headshot, bitch! <laughs> oh really? Oh. Uh, I suppose so. You'd get people that are cocky and you know talking shit from down the hallway. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Did you have to share TVs though? Because that was always the worst. Is when yeah. you had the split screen. Because like, a lot, lot of times it ended up being up. like four dudes on one Xbox. Oh man, when oh, you'd man. play like GoldenEye on N64 and you'd split these fucking 26 inch TVs four ways, it was impossible <laughs> to see what you were doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and then everybody's going against you. So right. They just they just fucking like look at your screen and all that. And so you oh, and to figure suck. out where you're at. Yeah, I know. It always sucks. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, it makes you wonder, like, so uh, Oculus Rift is coming soon enough. We all got our own screens. Yeah. How's that going to work? <laughs> I have no clue. I'm, I'm kind of stoked it's... for, like, the... Uh, well, and actually, the, you know, we, we were always talking stonks and stuff, but um, with the whole, like, metaverse, I watched that Meet Kevin video here recently where he was talking about how he put two million into the metaverse, basically, yeah. which was, Jesus. like, him was at that... Um, that 3D imaging um, uh, stock, that company, that's one of the main ones he's putting money into. And there's a few other little things. But um, it's interesting to see where virtual reality is going to take us as far as, like, even just virtual vacations. Yeah, I'm still struggling to wrap my head around. It's crazy. There's a book followed by a movie that you need to get into. You're going to say it's Ready Player One. Yes. So he directly um, references this. And that's kind Does of he? where he thinks that they're going with all of this new AI and um, art, uh, uh, virtual reality stuff is that we're heading toward that point where it's like, so somebody rents out a um, Puerto Rican townhome yeah. thing or dinger that's out in... It's paradise. Sounds, that sounds exactly like that. And book. you'd invite people out, and you would have um, live 3D imaging going on in the place where you could like sort of hop in with your Oculus Rift or whatever, and sort of walk around in the room because it's creating the environment for you, so you can you can run through. Yeah, that, it. that sounds right. Mm-hmm. So read the book first, and then watch the movie. I actually think you'd rather enjoy it. Yeah. Only this... only book I've ever fell, fell in love with. Yeah, Ready Player One. Okay, yeah. you can read. Sometimes. He tries to. There's a lot of big words in that. I get stuck on some of them. I gotta ask my wife. And she's like, "That, that means where?" I'm oh. sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Okay. Well, here. What is well here? What here? That's a weird African name. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So, what do you think, Steve? In the future, are we going to be able to? Um, Hop into our virtual realities and ride a freighter <laughs> to Soviet Soviet Russia. <laughs> Probably, I don't. I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, is there really anything you won't be able to do in that's true future VR? I mean, let's be real. Our minds all go straight to porn. Like, how oh, good yeah, is porn? 
<laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that that's kind of that, that part's already been. Uh, um, they've been cooked. That's already cooked. Ironed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the first thing they figure out. The, like, oh, the Oculus Rift is coming out. Well, we better. Well, uh, it's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, the servers for Pornhub or whatever parts that you use never crash. But the servers for like Madden or FIFA or whatever, Call of Duty, they crash all the time. How many hours a day are you spending on porno that oh, you not, know they never no, crash? I just, I've never had any issues though. I just, I just know that. You're at work. Well, we've had a lot of downtime. You lately. spend most of the day in the bathroom. Hey, I'm pooping, guys. Nobody loves me like me. <laughs> Fantastic. I've told my wife she's way nastier in my thoughts than she is in real life. <laughs> Ooh. No truer statement was ever muttered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So? Virtual <laughs> reality, man. I don't know. It's it's a trip. And I have to bring it up just because it's it's pertinent to the moment with this whole metaverse thing coming up. And I still don't fully understand it, but it's... Um, for what I've I've read or uh, or heard, it sounds like that's kind of the direction everything's going. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I mean, if you... For how big video games are, I mean, it's 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 a mega million dollar industry. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna happen sooner oh. or later. It's going to happen. That the, virtual reality, the virtual reality just take takes off. off. Yeah. They get the graphics right. They get the interaction right, and that's just gonna be the way people play games mm-hmm. and probably live life. Unfortunately. Well, what do you think, Steve? The quiet guy usually has a lot going <laughs> on up there. So what's I mean, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? I. I, I'm I don't even know where it's the I, I haven't I don't have a comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's um I don't know. I it, it's a trip and we are like at the Well here I'll back this up. Um definitely there's been other periods in our history where we've tried to experiment with virtual reality and every time has like kind of looked like I don't know, an Apple two E. You know, like we're talking fucking number munchers and the original Oregon Trail and that kind of shit. Somebody dies of Um, dysentery. I remember when I was, I mean, I had to have been like maybe 10 years old or something like that. At some point in the 90s. I don't remember my exact age, but I wasn't very old. And I think we were down in the the cities and we're down at the Mall of America. Uh, so for those who are listening, it's one of the biggest malls in the world. It's it's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And they always have, like, cool shit set up outside some of the bigger, like, gaming stores. And, like, there's, you know, um, sort of, like, these common areas. And then occasionally they'll have kind of cool things set up. And at this point, when we were down there, there was a um, uh, virtual reality thing set up. And so I got to go up there and try it out. And I strapped everything on. And I put on the little camera or whatever it was that was in front of my head. And it was really, um, it, it looked so cheesy. It was just sort of a black room. And then there was red neon glowing lines that indicated the space that you're in. Okay. So while you were walking, you were sort of walking on red glowing tiles. And it just, you know, you were moving around the space in that way. It was the most, like, hmm. cheesy... <laughs> silly like you know uh um how do i how do i describe this a tron looking environment without any high def or anything like that but that was the extent of it there was really nothing you could do besides just like sort of being present in the area but they were at that point trying to work on some sort of like fighting game or something like that i think that was sort of like this is what the environment could look like so it was a trip and this was ages ago you know this was in the 90s so um to think like 
it started there and clearly it never took off because it wasn't very inspiring you hopped on that thing you're watching it and you're just sort of like yeah okay i mean but like i can play sonic the hedgehog on my sega yeah so i could go play super mario world and have yeah a, have a blast. where there's color and there's characters and there's interactions well, things so to I just do didn't quite i just had a thought that popped in my head like what if the next grand theft auto was vr oh jesus christ that's gotta be where it's heading yeah, yeah. Like, could you imagine how insane that would be yeah just a, a virtual world where you can pretty much get away with anything and you're like fully immersed immersed you're not just hammering on a controller god yeah, yeah. you guys really need to read that book and watch that movie. ready player one yeah yeah it yeah, because there's, there's worlds and stuff like that that describe exactly that, where you can, like, if somebody hit you, you can feel the punch. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, um, what do they call that? Is that haptic? Haptic yeah. feedback? Yeah, Is that what they, they call it? A Something like they that? call it a haptic suit in the book. Oh, they do? Okay, they refer, yeah. They refer to it as a haptic suit. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I think that's, like, well, the... feel things. You, that's right. why I'm going to video game. I'm like, escape. <laughs> well, feel unless it's VR porn. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Video games. Well, if you think about it, and, and I had this, uh, this thought pop in my head on my way home from work, um, is that like, it, okay, so there's a lot of things that are happening simultaneously that are, I think, in the end, going to tie in together. So we're talking a lot about VR and where that's going to head. And we've also got guys like um, Elon Musk, who's working on, um, oh shit, what is that called? It's the, the brain mesh that's going to be attached to our, our, our brains, basically. And I cannot think of the name of the fucking company off the top of my head here. Um, I'm struggling as well. I do not know what you're talking about. Turning us all into cyborgs. I just remember, yeah. I just remember reading in the news about him kind of calling out the UN and be like, hey, if you can show me how to solve world hunger, I'll fucking pay for it. That was pretty great, too. Yeah. Uh, Neuralink. <laughs> Neuralink. Uh, so Neuralink is intended to be this sort of... Um, it, it's a way to interface with a... Um, basically a computer. So it turns our own brains... It's, it's a literal mesh that is going to go over our brains and is going to interact... Like, it's going to sort of tie in. There's going to be leads that attach to the different portions of the brain and allow us to... You know, our brain to basically... Um, you know, like I'm sitting here with a computer in front of me and instead of me, you know, touching things and stuff, it's instant that my brain would be interacting with that. And of course, That's accessing the Internet. Crazy so the I... level of of, um, you know, genius that you would access from a computer is going to be literally interfacing to your brain. And the whole point of this was to get out ahead of AI, because the, the concept is that AI is going to be so progressively stepping itself up once it reaches a point of machine learning that it's just it's gonna it's gonna learn all the things that needs to be learned in like an instant at some point and so the only way that we can beat the machine is to stay is to basically join the machine right so anyway where i'm going with this and the <laughs> thought that they made some movies about this oh for sure it well, never, never ended up well for the uh, human race science fiction it's scary, but science fiction in a lot of instances has sort of foretold the future. Yeah. But that's a whole different can of worms. Um, but the thought that I had on the way home was that, like, the uh, if you have something implanted into your brain, what's to say that it couldn't artificially generate sensation? Since basically everything that we're experiencing, I'm holding a can of beer right now. And the only way that I know that it's a can of beer 
is because my brain has put that together. But, you know, we take in 6 million symbols per second, and our brain can filter out a certain amount of them, and it gives me... Perception says that this is a can of beer, and because that's a learned thing. And my brain has sort of organized all of that through heuristics and, and you know, uh, color recognition and all these little things, a sensation Taste, of what all that. Uh, liquid feels like going down your throat and whatever. So all of those sensations are... Um, they're picked up through our, our receptors, but our brain still tells us what it is. Okay, well, if there's something implanted into our brains, why couldn't that tell our brain that this is what the sensation is? So... You could theoretically watch an adult You movie. could watch and feel <laughs> porn without ever touching anything. <laughs> and that's where I was going with all this. <laughs> so what you're saying is the perfect woman could exist. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that like uh, an artificial, you know, a, a virtual reality, an AI right. could simulate what sex actually feels like for you I, without ever touching another human being or having a haptic suit or anything I like that. I think that whole concept is incredibly awesome i think it's also scary at the same time though because if it's if you're connected to the computer system in theory then you your brain could be hacked oh well yeah it's like that, that's that's <laughs> yeah. a scary thought too then absolutely <laughs> it's like oh cool i could watch porn and like feel all of it cool but at the same time like could somebody like they hack your bank account hack your brain then and turn you into a zombie yeah. of course Absolutely. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. I don't think the risk reward factor is very high on that one. No. Or Big Brother just determines your expiration date before you do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this I guy mean, didn't pay his taxes this month. Delete. And I, I think it Without going on going down the rabbit hole in this conversation. Um because we could definitely go to dark place oh, and say that, yeah. you know, if yeah, you have not, an, an interface on the brain that is sort of manipulating your reality, certainly this could go to fucking creepy, crazy places or whatever. The Matrix. Um, but it is uh, really interesting to think where, uh, you know, we're starting out with this whole metaverse thing. Kind of like it, a conversation like that, you need to keep drinking. Um, yep. <laughs> it's interesting to think about where this stuff ends up as far as... Um, you know, well, only time virtual tell. reality I mean, technology in general is awesome to watch unfold. I mean, we, we constantly talk about EVs, you know, electric vehicles and stuff like that, and it's crazy to see what's coming out. Mm -hmm. I mean, virtual reality is again right around the corner, yeah, just a matter of time. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I mean, pretty soon you'll just build a spiritly drive any car you want in VR and what's the point of owning them? I know. Isn't that wild to think about? That's one of the first places my mind went to was like, okay, so, you know, right now you can go out to Las Vegas and you can drive exotics, which you got to do at yes. one point. You get drove a four five, eight, right? Yes. One of the best experiences of my life. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of where we're heading is like, you know, you're probably going to end up in Forza. And that sounds fun. It does I mean. sound fun, but at the end of the day, you're not really experiencing anything. But the best part of that is that when you're out driving balls to the wall and you crash... Oh, yeah, you don't physically You die. don't die. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be kind of yeah. nice. That, that aspect would be kind of nice. And it's probably going to be cheaper. I mean, yeah, it was a pretty penny. Mm -hmm. that's the one that's the only thing I want to do. The wife's like, oh, I got this show I want to go to. I want to go to this museum. And I'm like, I just want to run a Ferrari. 
That's it. Okay. Give, me, give me four hours. But question. Do you get more gratification from driving your car or from building your car? Mm. Ooh. This is an excellent question. Um, Right now, I can't answer that because I haven't, well, right I now, haven't truly gotten to drive my car. Well, I've right driven now my car, but I'm not. It's not 100 percent yet. You're having some tribulations, yes. so it's it's easy to get discouraged. But oh yeah, I swore at it a bunch tonight with the kids si- with the kids sitting in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. you fucking even piece when of you're discouraged. shit, Dad! Why do you say that? Watch the fucking numbers. <laughs> yeah, I, I had hard. Okay, so it's still I, a gratifying experience, even when it's discouraging. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I get more enjoyment uh, driving. Than I do fix like building my car. I enjoy building my car. It's cool watching the episode. The episodes help because I get to be like, mm. oh yeah, that was, I remember doing that and all this. And it's nice to see oh, it all I come suppose. together. Yeah, because you sort of like you're doing it. Yeah, you're in the moment. But when you're watching an episode of it, you get to look back on it and go, oh yeah, that's right. I remember I did these things. This is how I built this. That was a bitch. I swore three times. That took six mm. trips to O'Reilly's. I had four beers for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but def- for me, definitely driving. Yeah. Like, because mm-hmm. driving for me is a stress reliever. It's me kind of just centering. It, it, it's yoga. It's my yoga. Like it just centers my brain when I when I drive. Yeah, I'm just think, thinking like car guys are kind of like a spectrum. There's not just one. Just, they don't all fall in one spot. Like yeah, some, some guys, people are builders, some people are drivers, some are both. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some people just well, well, any of them, well, anything. There's a spectrum on anything. He's, some people get more gratification from some things mm-hmm. than others. I love that you bring that up. That, that is, um, I, I don't know that like enough people understand that. So you, we all have friends that are either they're constantly out driving their vehicles or they're constantly in a state of building. Yes. And sometimes, depending on where you're at on that spectrum, you don't understand the opposite. You go like, how come you never finish a project or how come you never get to drive it before you sell it? Well, it's because that person is in love with the, um, the building experience. or that person is, um, only focused on the driving side of it or whatever. I'm going to guess that the three of us fall a little bit more in the middle ish of the spectrum because we probably both agree with that. It's like more middle leaning one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, You probably lean more towards the driving experience. Oh yes. Yeah. Cause you don't have a ton of huge builds under your spirit, under your belt, but you have a lot of driving, a lot of driving and anything I've ever done to a car was more of a like, Oh, I could quickly knock this out in a week. Yeah. I don't mind working on it and get enjoyment out of it, but I was like, Oh, there's a quick turnaround. The car's not going to be down long so I can go enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Where do you fall, Steve? Where do you think? I'm. I feel like I'm in the middle, but I tend. I feel like I'm always tending. I'm always more in the building stage, mm-hmm. or like modif- I'm always modifying it, or I'll, I'll, I'll finally get to a point of driving it. I'll drive it a few times, and like then it's on to the next thing, and then that that one thing <laughs> snowballs into way way more than I should. <laughs> That's how I goes. laugh, buddy, because my God, you just told my story. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of those, like, I have I a motor like so I can do yeah. X, Y, and Z, and next thing you know, your little project is a big project. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, while I'm here, I might as well do that, and while uh, I'm doing exactly. that, I might as well do mm-hmm. this, and while I'm doing that, I might as well do that. Yeah. That, it, it, it's this big snowball. It is, <laughs> that's how yeah. my product started. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're just going to put an SR into it. Like, let's put a Z3 rack and a thicker sway bars in another car because it's mm-hmm. already out of the car. Yeah, why not? We're here, mm-hmm. which is, is the logic way to do it. It's like, it's easier to do it, but 
it doesn't have to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, your car, your truck is a really good example of that where you're like, okay, I got an idea of how I want this thing to function. So I'm going to build all these other aspects of it. I want it to handle really good and I want it to be light. So what you'll do <laughs> is you'll go through, you'll create your wish list and you'll just chip away at each one of these things. <laughs> and in the end, Pretty and I know you don't like to put out your mod list, but that truck is fucking wild. How far you've gone as far as like slapping good shit on that, lightening everything that you can, and now the drivetrain. I'm looking forward to it being done, <laughs> dude. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so how long have you had your truck? I was just thinking about this the other day. I, because there was overlap between the Z and truck. Yep. I got a couple pictures of them actually sitting side by side in the garage. So I think. Uh, I've had that truck longer than my current house, so that, oh, I, I might yeah. like. I might have had that for like eight years now. Nice. Right. That, that's I think a good I'm, I'm right around eight years on that truck. I think. Mm-hmm. Give or take. It's a good investment, though. And the is, fact it, you, is it though? <laughs> it is. Eight, eight years and you haven't sold it yet. That's a good sign. <clears throat> well, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's actually kind of a cool way to look at it, of like just purely. Ownership, ownership, longevity must reflect something. So, because you've owned it for eight years, that tells tells us that clearly you love the platform. And this isn't yeah. the first first gen that you've owned. No, I mean literally a first gen S10 was my first vehicle. Yeah, that's and fucking like, that's awesome. part of the reason why I came back to it is kind of living out my high school fantasies. I did not want to go back yeah. to my first vehicle. What was your first vehicle? Eighty nine Grand Prix. No shit. Yep. Pontiac. Yep. Mine was a 89 or 88 Grand Am. Yeah. I have a Grand Prix. With That's the, hilarious. The fucking shitty handle, uh, door handles. That oh, they all rip off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, brought, I bought it. I had to climb it through the passenger side the first month I had it. <laughs> That's, That's so the way first cars should be. No, it's yeah. such a shit box. They got to be pieces of shit. Yeah. I blew that car up. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, fucking... The garbage we start out on. But that's so cool that you came back around. Yeah. And you started out with a good platform. Your first vehicle was the first gen S10. So that's that's, yeah, that's a pretty a good start. Platform. Our platforms? Unless Jeez. you're Brody, which Brody, I love you, buddy, but right. <laughs> you love your old Pontiac. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, um, that, that version of um, uh, Grand Prix, you said? Yeah, I have Grand Prix. There was a McLaren version. There was, and that's not the model I had. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there was cool versions of all of these old turns. There but. was some cool <laughs> shit in it. Uh, it was the SE, so it had the bucket seats in the back, which mm. were kind. Of, I thought that was kind of cool. It's it fun. It's unpractical. Makes it impossible to bang your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. There, that's but. why it's unpractical. <laughs> and it had like this big fucking display that looked like a touch radio. First time. Mm. That's oh, okay. He yeah. he waxed the arm and I fu- I hit the f- the foam. Yeah, that's why I'm Sorry, the first guys. mic he's ever banged. So, um. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> so how you doing? <laughs> you ready to take some shit? <laughs>
Oh, buddy. <laughs> Anywho, <gasps> you good? You can come back down to Earth. So good. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and we're back. Where do we go? Where do we go from that? Um, we don't have to talk about shitty 80s and 90s cars. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Uh, wh- how how did we? <laughs> where were we? How did we? We get were on talking that? about Grand Prix and yeah, Grand City Pontiacs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we were talking about our builds, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're talking about the the spectrum that you're on, whether yeah. you're a a, uh, a builder, or a driver. Um, I don't know where I land on this because I've been in both both camps. Like I I had the Del Sol. The Del Sol was definitely a fairly big build. It was, but you got a lot of miles out of that. Too. I spent a shitload of time driving that car. You helped build it. You were there for the the turbo build. Yeah, you got turboed in my garage. Yep, sure did. Not wrong with that. A lot of grain belt was drained. A lot of grain belt was drained, yeah. Um, And yeah, it it did definitely, it turned into um, one of those builds that snowballed. And it was really fun. You know, I would have changed a few things in retrospect, but... Um, that definitely, that, that build sort of reached its end and I was ready to move on, which the funny thing is ever since then, I've been in a state of perpetual building shit. So now it's nice <laughs> that the shoebox actually runs and drives so I can try and reclaim some more seat time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. I, I don't know. Life is so short. It's like you have to get enjoyment out of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to go do experiences, go do things with your projects. Yeah, that's right. the way. I, that's the way I look at it, at least. <laughs> I look forward to that next stage. Yeah, hopefully I can keep it there before it snowballs into something else again. Well, it's a shame that you just ran out of time. Like our driving season is at best five months, sometimes six months. Yeah, we're getting pretty lucky this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's November, and I played disc golf and drove the BMW today. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's rare. Yeah, it's pretty good. How close are you with the dime? I just have to finish wiring. Oh, that's all it is, harness huh? and some terminations. That's not bad. Um, I mean, you ooh, might have and time. Exhaust. I got. I still got to do my exhaust. You can drive open header. Like, well, as long <laughs> as I got enough pipe, you know, two sensor in it. That's right. That's right. You've got O2 sensors to deal with. Yeah. But in theory, should be fine. I mean, I can just, hey, buddy. A, I can just stick a straight <laughs> pipe off like the header. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, just to do a burnout at least. You could you could drive it before the snow flies. I it I still could I could still pull it off. Well, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Go get it on. <laughs> Drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. So Banging this mice. weekend, <laughs> if you make it happen, we'll definitely we'll come out and film that burnout or drive or whatever it is. Right? We got like car mounts and everything now. We'll That's film true. it. We could do a we'll really film nice that first drive. That. <laughs> I'd kill I'd kill the tires. Fuck yeah, dude. Get it done. All right, if you can pull it off. No pressure, because I'm sure you know you've got you know a million things. You got a, a small army that you're raising. That's true. You have you you have three boys, so that's that's a handful. Three boys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel so. I my boy is a handful. I can't imagine three of them. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't know what to do with a daughter. I, I I'd, I'd be, I'd be at this point I'd be so lost. Snuggle them. Yeah, that's what you do. You snuggle no, them. It depends on the daughter. <laughs> um, Harper. My daughter, I just snuggle. It's the best. I do that with Ember. <laughs> Harper's a little different. She, I don't know. She's she's got that like, I'm a I'm a tomboy. Like I'll go do some really badass stuff. But at the same time, she's she's such a hardcore daddy's girl. 
that I, I almost get a hard time saying no sometimes. And like, mm. I, I do the coddling too. Yeah. It's like, hard not to. She got a COVID test the other day and I, she, she got one a year ago and she got the brain tickler. Mm-hmm. So she, she's freaking the fuck out the moment we step inside the building. I'm like, Harper, you're, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not like you think it is. And we get in there and she sees somebody get it done. And she's like, Oh no, it looks scary. You know, this, her face is all red. Eyes are getting heavy. I'm like, you're, you're going to be fine. Like I would, <laughs> you got your ears pierced at a tattoo studio. Like you're going to be yeah. okay. This is going to be fucking nothing. And so we get it done, and they just kind of take the Q-tip and kind of brush it around and all that. Mm. And she she was just fucking fine. I get back in the car. I'm like, I told you, it's not that bad. She's like, it was awful. I'm like, bullshit. I looked at her like, you're <laughs> fucking lying to me. That's bullshit. Bullshit asshole. Like, no one likes the tuna. Exactly. Here. <laughs> I'm like, you're just trying to hold your fucking ground and like. Act like it was the worst thing in the world. <laughs> like you're you're fucking full of it. And and unfortunately, that's kind of how I talk to her. <laughs> no, that's not a bad thing. That's that's I'm giving like, them a realistic like, expectation yeah, of the world. You are fine. I'm like the world will not coddle you. Like you, you no, nothing bad happened. Yeah. Like I would never. I told her. I'm like I would never put you in a situation that would physically cause you a lot of pl- a lot of pain. I think that explanation is huge. As far as her just understanding the situation, when you when it, it it happens, and then you 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 look her in the eyes and you say like, "I would not put you in harm's way." Yeah, I would never do anything that would. So she goes, way. "Okay, I can trust my dad." Yeah. For the most part, she, she did run. <laughs> she ever tell you the story where she uh she was running in the backyard? She's kind of being a dick to her brother, and she ran past me and I tripped her. Nice. And she gets all white and she looks at me. She goes, what did you do that for? I'm like, to teach you a lesson. She's like, I already know how to trip people. Like, that's, <laughs> like motherfucker, that's, that's not the lesson. The lesson is just don't be a dick. Somebody's bigger than you. <laughs> that's amazing. I already know how to trip people. That's so good. That's pretty that's, awesome. That's, that's not what I'm trying to teach you. I'm just trying to teach you, like, somebody is going to be bigger than you. Right. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's good yeah, shit. So you could handle a girl. You'd be fine. I'm sure I would. Be. I haven't had to go through those years yet. Hopefully, She's not a I don't find so out at this point. Yeah, you get the snip snap yet? Not yet. I I've been schedule that I, shit, homie. I, I, to, I need to. I've been procrastinating, and I don't know why. So I have to go get snipped as well. COVID, I don't know. Maybe we can get a discount. Oh, dude. Oh, group no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Group buy. I'm not even kidding about this. <laughs> You two should schedule your vasectomies very similar. Same week would be ideal. Same doctor. Right? He's hold got up, two hands. Hold up. I'll take the 8 o'clock. Hear me you out. take the 9. He, yeah. Hear me that. out. Then we shoot a podcast right after you guys have had that experience. Not like the, the same I day, but you know. I just hope they can knock me out for it. Like a few days after and then, because I've already had one. Yeah. And then we'll, I've heard it's ex- ex- like exponentially more money if you get knocked out. If you get knocked it? out, it's a shitload of money. And I'm that cheap. I'll I'll watch that shit. No, no, I was awake. <laughs> no, no, I don't want Save to watch it. It's okay. Bucks. I was awake. I don't want to watch that. The first time I see him go near my balls with a needle. Hey, if like, we're talking thousands of dollars, I'll watch. And, unless you were like sitting up looking, you're not gonna see shit. Oh. You don't feel. Oh. You don't see I don't, any I don't of want it. The thought of it. None of that. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, so you're, <laughs> you know, scared. You yeah. want another daughter? Uh, I, what? You want another daughter? No. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got, <laughs> right. It's, I've I've been through it, dude. It's it's cool. Like, it's good. Okay. 
that's what we're gonna do so you two schedule it figure it out talk to each other <laughs> schedule yep. it our, 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 and we're gonna shoot a podcast our, right our, now. our puppy needs to get fixed as well so Ooh. can we hey, really group by the he's, he's practically the North size Lines of a human well so here's like, the thing not? my dog's getting his balls snip snap Fuck, there's Tom- four Hold up. There's tomorrow. Got, there's got to be a deal. So you guys got to call quick. <laughs> call into work tomorrow. I'm already taking a half Show up day. with the dog and be like, group buy. <laughs> <laughs> we got a group on. <laughs> we just put a, a pair of floppy ears on you and I'll put a fucking tail and a little nose on me. And That'll be perfect. Oh, yeah. We got four dogs. Yeah. We're here for the it. furry convention. <laughs> uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are getting neutered. <laughs> they were picky as a furry, Donnie. I'm not. I got the chest for it, but I'm not. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, boys. So uh, we're gonna shift gears here. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, about EVs again. Yeah. Which I, I'm sorry if you guys are uh, like first off anti EV. Uh, we we we're gonna talk a little bit about it. We're gonna talk a lot throughout this uh, podcast, and not just this one specifically. Which is the podcast in general, because we're excited about the EV thing. Yes. I love that picture. So, um, I'm going to go Everything ahead and share this with the peoples. I'm going to swip swap over here. Alright. So, um, this is super cool. Like, we've already been talking about it. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been jabbering on about mm-hmm. EVs. Um, kind of like the future of it and where things are going. Um, so... I came across this, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, and I didn't really understand what it was, but out of the, you know, uh, apparently, and I don't know when it's been scheduled since, but it's in eight days, so clearly this is something that's been scheduled and planned yeah, out for a not while. Not enough time for us to build a car for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. We could even but, um, basically, it's it's Holly's mm. version. It, it like oh, they have LS Fest. This that is the be. EV Fest that they've come up that with. That was my yeah. exact question i was about to have is this like the ev equivalent of ls yeah yeah it is um incredible because it's it's racing yeah it's a racing event it is that's so cool so damn cool because we're talking like um okay so it's basically like it's an introduction to or it's it's the very first one um of just sort of an ev auto sports kind of uh, kind of event. So you've got everything from, and I wish these things would load, um, we got everything from the car show side of it to drifting, drag racing. It's sort of isn't covering there, the gamut. Isn't there like a road course going on too? Yeah, there, it's, it's everything. So Here we go. Is this, there it's going. Speaking is this of a, Apple IIEs, is this, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, I know. I is know. This almost, it's our internet connection. Is it almost power cruise but with EVs? I don't know that I would qualify it as power cruise, but it probably has. Yeah, I, I would guess that it's a little more civilized because if you scroll down a That's little true. bit here, there is a wine country cruise. Oh, <laughs> so I'm gonna guess it's a, a little more civilized <laughs> yeah, than power cruise. Yeah, that's not somebody um, drinking bush light in the back of a Chevy pickup. But yeah, if you check it out here, it's it's like it kind of covers it all. I don't know if you can see Steve. God, that would I be a see. blast, though. I was just thinking, can us more budget folks attend with like power wheels well that's actually a really good question i i wonder um even like rc cars because clearly that's the sort of 
you know, all EV technology is really just scaled up RC cars. Yeah, that's true. It makes you wonder if something like that isn't a portion of it. But that does look like a um, very good time, though. It's cool. Like I would it, totally go to that. It doesn't I, look like a bad time. I had no idea. It just out of the blue. All of a sudden, I came across this, and I was like, "Wow, this actually is very." Uh, like it looks like a really well put together event, and when I started following like who the big names are that are coming out to it, um, let's see if this is actually gonna pop up at the bottom here. Grindhard Plumbing Company. So they're the guys who've been putting like two-stroke motors and like Barbie um, Power Wheels <laughs> cars and shit. My kind of people. Um, oh. uh, Rich Rebuilds, and then uh, Salvage to Savage. That is gorgeous. Their C10 is gonna be yeah. added. It's a gorgeous truck. You familiar I've, with them? I've okay, seen, okay I think that's the one I saw pictures of the other day. It's, so it's yeah. a SEMA truck. That right? truck broke the internet for a couple of days there. Uh, it is a, I don't know what year specifically, but it's a C10. And it's got Tesla motors front and back. I just saw SEMA pictures of it. So it's like a P100D so with a truck body on it, uh -huh. basically. It is a masterpiece. Have you guys seen the lights that they've built onto that thing? No. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Um, so basically, like, the lights are... It, it's what you'd expect um, as far as, like, super, like, futuristic, silly... Like, just, it, you know, like, the LEDs are moving in, like, you know, sort of uh, sequential shit. Like, I'll see if I can kind of pull it up here. We'll, so we'll... we're not talking about, like, neons under... <laughs> Under, under civics that are stealing VCRs. Yeah, it's not, no. uh, it's not underglow with no, ludicrous cranked um, up. Uh, I'll see if I can't pull this up. Uh, we'll we'll let the people just kind of watch us for a minute here while I try and um, uh, look it up. But if it works, if, if our internet, is we don't have the best work. internet here, so bear with us, guys. But right. it's um it's right. pretty we extraordinary to kind of think like where we're heading towards. Like there's some really exciting shit out there. So if you think about it, yes, and I brought this up in past podcasts where I feel like we're just sort of this middle generation that's stuck between the technological future and the very analog world of yesterday. Um, it's it's clear to me that as we're watching all this crazy shit unfold, you know, interfacing with computers getting implanted into brains and virtual reality and all this shit. Even at like the the basic level, we're seeing EV like technology sort of creep its way into our day-to-day -day lives. Well, I I scrolled down that Facebook page that you shared about that and they shared Ford has a 285 horsepower EV crate motor. Oh yeah, it's um <clears throat> god yeah, what was is it two eighty five? I thought it was a little higher than I, that. I thought it said two eighty five, I could be off on it. But still like, okay, cool, that's awesome. They're making crate motors for E V swaps. Yeah. You can yeah. buy an E V crate motor motor. Well, GM yeah. was the first. Yeah. Yep. They produced the one that what you could it would bolt up to a Chevy transmission, yep. right? Like a Chevy uh, Bell housing. Eighty E, sixty E. Turbo 700 R4, turbo yep. 400. So they were sort of the the pioneers of it. Um, you caught my attention with the Miata. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you know, I have a soft spot for Miatas. I'm sorry. Um, I'll so, own one again someday. Well, and they're building a gnarly DeLorean. Uh, so I think I saw that one. Is that, again, a SEMA car, the body kit on it? It's got twin turbo that sits kind of behind the rear axle of the vehicle. Um, yes, I okay. believe so. It looks really cool. It's very unpractical. 
it's a SEMA car. Yeah, these so guys just, I, I don't know where they came from. They just kind of like, ah, damn it. Um, well, I can't pull up Instagram on the computer because I'm not really prepared for it. But, hey, Dalmatian. Um, yeah, so they, these guys have been building some wild shit. Ah, okay. Wait a minute. That's right. We're, we're dealing with fucking Microsoft Edge here. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen that. I saw pictures of that DeLorean. The DeLorean is gorgeous looking. Yeah. I just saw pictures of that for the first time today. Yeah, it just... It's not a street car. <laughs> you know, you can't drive that down the road, unfortunately. Well, that's really badass. Oh, cool. Okay. So hopefully you guys um, can kind of hear this in a little bit in the background. Um, so basically, uh, I'm going to flip on back over here to hopefully this doesn't just like break our stream. Yeah, it might. We'll see. But, and, uh, you know, monetization be damned. Uh, so basically, this is their uh, Tesla Swap C10 gets ready for SEMA. We're going to scroll on ahead to... A little bit further on in the video here, maybe we can, they're just chit-chatting, see some more action with the actual truck. Um, these guys built some fucking wild stuff. And I actually, I, I had no idea who they were until I came across the, um, the, the C10. And it was cool because, like, I'm just looking at the pictures of it, and it's, like, got the big chop fenders. They haven't yet bolted on the big wide-body fenders to it. Um... And I'm looking at it, I'm just like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on with this thing? And the, the further you sort of examine the pictures of it, you realize, like, oh, one, this is EV swapped. Two, like, especially when you see the extent to which they've done, like, these crazy um, little, like, god damn, bear with me here. Um, all these crazy little touches they do to just sort of accentuate the fact that it's EV... Like, I'm going to try and find these fucking taillights here. <laughs> Bear with me. We're literally scrolling through <laughs> through videos to try and find this. Um, and I, I really hope this works out for you guys so you can see it. It's incredible what they're doing with this thing. Um, and, and they're a pretty big company, apparently. So I think I just wasn't in the know. We'll put a little volume on here. Yeah, I've definitely seen pictures of this, but I've not watched any footage of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and bear with me. I I have not watched the YouTube videos on it. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. Infinity light? Okay. We'll just go to that. That's, that's going to show off some of the lighting on it. There we go. Good God. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, actually, this is what I saw on Instagram. So, here we go. Um, they're actually installing some... Cra you, you guys have probably seen those in, like, taillights and stuff, where it just, like, looks like the lights never end. It's like that sort of mirroring effect. Yep. Well, they, they fucking did this with the back end of the thing. That's pretty sweet. Just, like, make it look like a spaceship. Yeah, basically. The tail lights and the infinity box for the tailgate. We also have Andrew here wiring up all our accessories. Accessories. All little gadgets. Thank you guys for subscribing, man. We hit 100,000 subscribers today. 
We are stoked. We're really glad you guys are enjoying the channel and all the stuff that we're putting out for you guys. And we're almost there. It's the crazy that they're not bigger, truck, considering. Yeah, that kind of surprises me. Considering they're having vehicles so, be at SEMA with a lot of coverage. We could have vehicles at SEMA. That's true. Just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, but nobody wants to see the Civic at SEMA. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the quality that they do is is pretty extraordinary. I bet you'd have a pretty epic waffle on the Civic if it was there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's our problem, man. We need to put it in a show and then put a, a waffle on it. This would be a second car show. I mean, probably, probably wouldn't win any awards at that I mean, one, though. It doesn't have to be entered into it. You can just, like, park it in a parking lot at SEMA. <laughs> and then you can say really it was good. at SEMA. That's true. Road trip. That is a very good Fucking point. Fucking road trip. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, we're... We will... We will be at SEMA eventually. Someday. And it's one of those things. It's one of two shows that are on my bucket list. It's one of those things where we continue to go, oh, well, next year, next year. But I, I think we need to finally just make that happen well, I have and no, actually attend. I have zero trips planned for 2022 so far. Okay, well, we're going to fix that because we need to uh, schedule in some adventures. But SEMA, I think, is a, a must. Um, and, and I believe, like, in order to get people in, what you, you sort of have to have a business that is established in the industry. And I think that there's, um, there's ways to make that happen as, uh, yeah, here we go. That's pretty badass. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but. No, that's, it's that's finally what I've been trying to show you guys. Can you simulate what happens when I hit the That's pretty cool. It's very cool. Isn't that wild? That is sweet. Gorgeous. It is so fucking cool. So not only do these guys, they start with a gorgeous uh you know base it's it it's a c10 and they're doing a wide body setup and everything on it so it's a gorgeous looking vehicle then they step it up and they go ahead and they put a an ev swap into the thing and then on top of that they start just filling it full of like cool lighting and futuristic shit and all these little touches and when you look at like the craftsmanship that they've put into it it's just wild to me I got some real cool shit on that C10. Why do you put it inside of a case? I guess we have to make a box for it. Now there's just cables. What did you do? Reuse on all like that's from the. We'll skip ahead a little bit here so that people can see. The brake lights are in. There we go. That's some of that sequential so shit cool. that they're doing. We have this truck looking real clean. Yeah, this thing's just a masterpiece. We got the polycup computer this morning, so we do have some wiring to clean out before it does get in a trailer. It is really cool. The handbrake's in. So we want to tell you guys, you know, we ain't perfect. We are human. And we are working with used Tesla parts. So there's always issues when you're trying to use something that other people have salvaged. So I want to give Henry from Autobahn Dismantling a big thumbs up. He's been really awesome for us. Our front inverter isn't working correctly, so he did ship us out a new one. That's, yeah. That's an incredible build. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. It's it's pretty wild. 
Um, Which just kind of goes to show that the sky's the limit on EV swaps. Yeah, I want to see if I can just pull up a picture of this thing so I can leave the viewers with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm i just so impressed with where things are going. And you've got a couple of pioneers that are really kind of like sort of setting the uh, setting the standards with it. And I didn't know anything about these guys until I just happened across them. But I, I think very clearly, like, they're one of the shops, one of the standout shops that are, like, you know, going to serve as a uh, as good example for the rest of us. <laughs> so hopefully you guys could hear that pretty decently. Um, this is one of the first times that we're trying to, like, have video going at the same time that we're filming and doing all this stuff. So hopefully there wasn't any hiccups with that, but... Uh, definitely check out Salvage to Savage if you've got, um, you know, if you've got the time. Check out their C10. Um, Brody, I know you're one of our our, our common listeners, uh, and thank you for that, buddy. Um, check out their DeLorean. I know you, you just sold your DeLorean. Um, so not trying to, like, you know, put salt in the wound, but you should check out what they've been building. It's It just blows my mind, all the builds that I've watched from them. Fucking awesome shop. So with that said, um, so uh, who's going to be the first of the three of us to EV swap something? If I, ha if I had the money, I totally would. I have the perfect vehicle for it. I just don't have the money to do it. Yeah. Steve, what do you think? You've talked about it. So just a week or two ago, a coworker told me about first gen S10, clean, unmolested, cheap, not rusty. And I'm like, oh, man. Uh-oh. I'm like. And that my mind instantly went EV swap because honestly, if I didn't put as much money into this LS setup, I'd honestly consider an EV swap for mm -hmm. the time right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> if I had more space to store cars, I'd be really tempted right. to go pick up another another clean body. So what you're saying is a certain stepfather. <laughs> needs to have a location <laughs> for think, a certain operation to happen. I think that's, a, as a car guy, I think that's a blessing in disguise. A blessing in the skies? In, in, in disguise. <laughs> no, it's, it's a Trailer Park but, Boys uh, reference. It's okay, just, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I've never seen it. What? What? Uh, uh, what? Okay, uh, of all the funny uh, shit that you've said tonight... That's the funniest. <laughs> I, that, wait, dude, that's the saddest. I've seen count, I've seen saddest. countdown to liquor day. Well, that's your problem, and that's it. You need to start <sighs> at the pilot and work your way up. Okay, I have to apologize. I I have such a hard time committing to TV shows. I don't. I don't. There is so, so few TV shows I watch, and Same I was here. committed to I Trailer can, Park Boys. I can count. I it's can the think best. of two I've seen all the episodes of. Okay, well, so if you love Dexter, yes, you've seen all the Dexter episodes. Yes, we're actually gonna be paying for Showtime to watch the new. Okay, season. so you love Dexter. <laughs> yeah. So Trailer Park Boys is just like Dexter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> except okay. not at all. But fucking watch it. <laughs> it's seriously, I, it's I so it. goddamn funny, dude. I should it watch is it. So funny, and you're missing out on like some serious cultural references. All right, I'll I'll give it a Watch shot. It. I know Bubbles likes his his kitties. That, that's just a piece of it. Yeah, right? that, okay. that's a that's a, that's a tiny sliver of the, of the whole thing. <laughs> but here's the thing: you got to commit to two seasons. 
You have to watch the first two seasons. Season one gives you a little bit of a uh, a taste, a little introduction to the boys. Okay. Season two, you get hooked. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like The Office. Why watching two seasons? Season you're guaranteed either. to be hooked. Yeah. How how long are the episodes? Uh, twenty five minutes, yeah, thirty 22. minutes. Okay, okay, yeah. I could do that. Yeah, then. 20, that might be twenty two minutes. Now there's a lot of sacrifice. I could, I, I'll give it a yeah. shot. I find myself using so many Rickyisms. Oh, dude! Just like a like a few <laughs> weeks ago. Just water under the fridge. Like I was, I was in a legitimate meeting at work, and I used a Rickyism, and it went over <laughs> everybody's head, and like everyone's like looking at me and like looking around, like. <laughs> He's not that retarded, is he? We know he's not that retarded, but did he just say that? And that's, that is such a shame. I'm like, oh, really? Nobody? Nobody. Nobody? <laughs> I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll look retarded. Whatever. That's cool. Just embrace it. Because the one person in the room that didn't speak up, the one person or two people that were in that room and saw that nobody picked up on it and they were too embarrassed to own or to laugh into it, they get it. Is worth it, man. <laughs> I'll be that guy. I'm in social work. Well, I will crack jokes in meetings. <laughs> normally, that humor isn't lost there, but apparently yeah. this day it was. That's a shame. I'm just like... <laughs> I, I, I was... You gotta check it out, man. I'll you check have it out. To. I'll give it a um, shot. Give it a try. It's. It, I mean it, though. Commit to two seasons. I'll try watching. Do not watch for watching. the first season and, and, and then judge the whole series. There's a reason... Why this show is so big that it's got, what, 10 seasons, 12 seasons? I can't lost count. There's like five different movies or four movies or whatever it is. Jesus. There is a... The cult following. There is a live performance that tours... Yeah, I remember that. I've gone to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit. Well, this is before Leahy passed. I actually got to see Leahy and Randy. Oh. Which you'll get that. Once you watch right. the show, you will you will get how amazing that is. That I got to fucking I got to see those guys. It was so good. Um anyway. <laughs> I'll give it, out, it a dude. shot. Check I'll it totally out. give it a shot. Listeners, if you know Trailer Park Boys, put your favorite Rickyism in the comments. <laughs> yes. God. Please. Yeah. So as far as like EV swaps go, are you gonna are you gonna do a dime? You should honestly do it. I feel like the EV swap is the next evolution. Um, after LS, EV swap will probably be the next evolution. For that so name. I think instead of like reinventing the wheel, instead of taking your current S10, the the burnt orange one, and EV swapping it after doing all this work, I definitely think a second chassis makes sense i i agree with you so buy this second chassis i need more space no you don't well and that's that's the trouble just make the wife park on the street bro <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep my trying to keep my wife happy wife happy yeah. and uh do what i want to do automotive wise is a struggle mm -hmm. fair enough fair it's enough. a um it's a balancing act it is it really is I, yeah but with additional space, and eventually that's going to pan out. I think eventually there's going to be that sort of additional space. And, and we can talk about storage stuff, too, because I have other property. So we can always talk about, like, where things can sit, if need be. Um, Listening. Yes. <laughs> so we can... Um, it, it, that, that, that sort of... If, if you got a really good chassis, we'll visit about that sort of thing. Um I think it's one of those things where it's like, we all got to start thinking about like the EV stuff 
and and I know that like some people are probably gonna be just fucking hating that idea because they resent EV because it's like oh well you've got the the hipsters who own Teslas or you've got the fucking Prius crowd which is hybrid which is in the middle you know that's the that's the transition to um to EV but once you get a taste of it once you once you see kind of like the the EV technology and where things are going to go and how fucking bonkers it is the the whole automotive community is going to embrace it yes you lose the sound but the performance is oh, mind it's blowing. It's instant. It's instant. You fucking put your foot down and you're like, oh shit, there's all the power. Yeah. Well, not to change the subject, but that's another problem of mine because I'm my mind is so stuck in looking at flathead platforms. Mm. Yeah. You don't want an EV swap Model A? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I would. I. Oops. I, sorry, guys. Uh, if you heard the buzz. I would have a a hard time EV swapping something yeah. pre-war. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. I it, in, it in the depends. right application. It, yeah. Um, um, what? What? I, not to change the subject, but like what I really want to build next is a pre-war open wheel hot rod, traditional yeah. hot rod. Yeah, that'd be hard to EV swap. And yeah, that that's something that can't be yeah. EV swapped. I'm not no, saying yeah. there's not different like pre-war hot rods that couldn't be mm-hmm. yeah but an open it depends wheel, on the application yeah, no, yeah. I that. well I, and i think it kind of depends on the person too like so uh if i were to do a model a I, i'm i'm back and forth on it i, I do think that i would want to do a gasoline engine at least for now um and it sort of like it and i won't like give away my ideas with it but i'm i'm thinking about doing something really unique with it, but it's going to be internal combustion um, and I don't know when that would take place, but that that's sort of like where I'd go next with it. But I wouldn't be surprised if if future builds are going to be EV. Like if it's a Volkswagen, for sure it's going to be an EV thing. Just because I think that that's like it's going to be so fucking easy to do that. We've talked about this at oh, length. Oh, tons um, times. Now uh, I was talking with Sean actually earlier. For the listeners, um, you you guys haven't met Sean yet. We're going to try and have him on the podcast here you eventually. Can... See um, Sean though on a shoebox episode where we oh, yeah yeah start mocking up the frame. So one of our most popular videos is a shoebox Ford video where we chop the front end off, and one of our good buddies is his name's Sean, and he's on there and he's helping us with the measurement side of things, kind of giving us a few pointers because he's been in auto body for ages and he worked in a hot rod shop previous to to working in the auto body side of things. Um, very talented builder, uh, one of the best fabricators we know, and it, so he's he's in that video. Um, and I was visiting with him earlier today because I had to stop up there and, and pick up a, uh, a very specific sized box because I'm selling the skirts from the shoe box. Uh, and he and I got to chatting, and he's actually thinking about EV swapping his 34 Chevy. Really? So, That'd He's got a, cool. a four-door 34 Chev. He's going to maintain the whole original aesthetic. He's going to go straight gangster with it. That's kind of what he's he's hoping to do. Very, um, you know, Al Capone, very gangster, very Dick Tracy style. Of Be very cool. That cool, like, sort of old, uh, big, long-slung fender look kind of thing. But he's thinking about maybe EV swapping it. Just mm. slinking around could- silently. Yeah, I could right? see that so, car pulling it off. Be kind of cool. I could definitely pull that off. Yeah, well, and I I applaud like the the creativity side of it, where it's like, well, yeah, we've done everything with these cars. 
I mean, surely there's been LS swapped well, ones. There's been, you if, know. If anybody can pull it off, it's definitely Sean. Right. Like Sean's just built some really cool shit over the years. Yeah, he's he sure has, man. So I, it's cool. Like, I, I'm excited because um, a lot of the people that, uh, you know, I wasn't sure where they sat on the idea of doing EV swaps. Everyone's kind of, like, sort of thinking about it. There, there's a lot of people that I've visited with that are just like, yeah, maybe I consider EV swapping this or that. And it's it's sort of like it's entering the chat. Yeah. Think- we're not just talking about should I LS swap it? Should I 2JZ swap it? Should I, you know, uh, uh, Gen 2 small block shav, whatever. You know, I want a nailhead old or a nailhead Cadillac, Buick, whatever the fuck that old uh, GM motor is. Um, it's not just that. It's, it's also we're, we're starting to talk about EVs now. Yeah, it's, it's just a, impossible to ignore the performance. Yeah. The performance, I think the biggest hinder, though, is just price tag. It just mm-hmm. it isn't affordable enough yet for mm-hmm. people to realistically think about it. It's for close. now. It's close. Well, I mean, so, do you want to spend a ton of money on an inter- in- internal combustion engine and then get, just get locked all over by a factory Tesla? Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I know, right? Well, so, it, and I think it, this is just like the early days of the LS. So I don't know if you guys remember when the LS engine first came out. I think it was 1999. Yeah, I wasn't in the car yet. I was nine. I think it was 90, the 98. 99. Was it the Corvette that was the first? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember what year that was. But I think uh, well, the think Chevy trucks had it in 99. 99 was the first year for trucks. Yeah. So when the LSs came out, they were really expensive to get your hands on. But after like six years or something like yeah. that, they were starting to pop up everywhere. And people were starting to swap them into stuff, and we're realizing, like, oh, this is a <laughs> this this motor fits in everything. It's got a small footprint. It makes amazing power. You can easily bolt it up to basically any transmission. Okay, cool. This is going to be a good power plant. Ten years after that, oh snap! It's in literally everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's in Ferraris shit. now. Okay, well, EVs are kind of in the same situation where it's like. Okay, we're in the very early days. You know, things haven't... so They haven't found their way into everything, but in a matter of time... I feel like in 10 years, it will be the next LS. So if yeah, you, I can see that. If yeah. you look at right. Tesla's sales, you'll see very clearly... Tesla's like the best-selling car company. They're, they're like one of... I shouldn't say the best. They're, they're one of the best-selling car companies. And if you look at like their... Um, sort of their bottom line, you go, okay, well, clearly this brand is taking off and there's going to be a million of these things in the junkyards. Well, just, well, I was going to say the same thing. Once it gets to be a bunch of these things in the junkyard, you can start stealing parts for cheap, just like LSs. Yeah. When there's a, how, there's a dime a dozen in the junkyard. So being EV, though, how do they, do they get to sit in a junkyard, though? Because there's a lot more... Talk about where it's like hazards involved and stuff like that. You can't just let the batteries sit out in the field. Well, I'm sure the batteries another thing. As long as like they were damaged and the reason why they went to the junkyard, they're probably gonna get harvested for parts just like the motors and everything else. Exactly. So in the beginning, I think it's gonna be one of those. um, Everybody's chomping at the bit to get their hands on the spare parts from it, and that's kind of where it's at. Like you were watching Salvage to Savage, and they're. You know, they've got these used parts, and they're just trying to figure out if they work or not. They said, like, one of their front-end things were having some issues or something like that. Which I, I gather is just, like, maybe the front motors aren't 
as operational as they hoped they would be. It was probably from a car that got hit in the front end or yeah, something probably. like that. Probably. Um, that's the the early days, uh, and of course the scrapyards are probably super protective, asking a million dollars for all of these parts right now. God, they're like our scrapyards. But eventually, it's just going to be like the LS, where they become so plentiful that you can't be an asshole about it and charge a million dollars for the, you know, the rear diff setup, rear, I don't know they call it, trailing arm, whatever the hell that thing, that, that assembly is, um, that it's going to be much more accessible for everybody. Prices are going to drop, and then the hot rodders of now are going to start swapping them into everything. Yeah. That'd be sweet when that happens, though. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty sweet. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm excited to see where the aftermarket takes, like, beautifying the batteries and stuff like that. So we're so accustomed to, you know, motors having a certain aesthetic. And I think because in a lot of instances, especially if we have Tesla setups where it's just sort of like the the motor is is not necessarily hub mounted, but it's like it's it's like differential mounted. Um they're they're still gonna want something up front. We're gonna need weight up front. So I feel like the battery is gonna end up in a lot of vehicles, kind of up in the the engine bay. Well, batteries aren't the prettiest thing in the world. No, so not. I think the cases well, are gonna start looking like pretty and well, finned and all that. I think kind we've of cool already shit. seen the uh, everybody's seen the Teslas where they put the two Duracell battery looking cover <laughs> on the front of them. Like, yeah. There's there's ways out there. Mm-hmm. There's ways to do it. So if you're not familiar. Oh, man, what is the brand? Icon? You guys ever heard of the Icon? No. Before? Okay. So I'm going to try and pull it up here. More Google. More Google. Um, the Oracle. <laughs> yeah. So Icon. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of these things. All right. Oh damn! Okay. The future is well, old man. Uh, okay. Um, sorry, guys. This is gonna be a little, a little boring part in the, um, the video. I'm trying to find. Um, there's a certain name that they have for these. I think it's derelict. There it is. There it is. Okay. Icon derelicts. Um, oh. All right. So. <clears throat> Hello. Um, that looked pretty promising. Okay, so uh, Fat Sweaty Betty here. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> Steve knows. Um, so what we have here is this is an EV-swapped uh, Mercury. And what makes this thing so special is it's built by Icon. Icon is an amazing builder. They, they're they one of those brands where they love to have their... their um, in, in, in this case, it's called the Derelicts. And what that is, is they're high patinaed cars. Um, so they have that very classic aesthetic that looks like it's been sitting out in the field. But yeah. what you don't see is that underneath this thing, we're talking, it is like... Ah, you know, and he's not the best builder, but it, it's an Art Morrison level chassis. It's just a wolf in sheep's clothing. Hundred percent. Yep. The the That's chassis badass. are That's really badass. Incredible. Um, they're you know, uh, you know, they're just incredibly well built chassis. Um, the power plants are incredible. It's all very top tier building, but the bodies on them are very sort of 
uh, you know, grungy. Uh, it depends. Like if you're a car guy, you look at that and you go, oh, it's a great patina. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, a patina classic American. And if you're um, my wife, you look at it and they're like, oh, that's rusty to shit. Yeah. You, your wife looks at it and they're like, oh, that's kind of a, <laughs> look at that turd. Yeah, it's kind a of a shit of, box. That's a pile of crap. Um, underneath that is a, basically it's, um, if I remember correctly, I, I think, I think it's very Tesla based. I think. But what's cool about this car, um, and I'm not going to be able to find pictures without digging and digging, and I, I don't want to subject you guys to that, but the engine bay is really special. You know, one of the, my favorite things about this car is that uh, what they do with the engine bay is they um, the batteries are up front, and they, they built like a casing for all of it. And it's thin, and it's gorgeous, and it, and it doesn't look like a motor, but it looks like something that belongs in the engine bay. Oh, shit. That's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited because I think that that's sort of where things are gonna go. Something that doesn't look out of place in a hot rod. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if we're talking open wheels with no hood, it's not gonna look right. I mean, until we have casted aluminum casing where the batteries sit inside of it and it's very that's, pretty looking, I don't think that's that gonna look right. But in time, our aesthetic might change. We might be more accepting of. Mm-hmm. Whatever the the case may. I don't think that's really much to ask for, that's though. That's so is true. It, is it uh, Triumph or Norton? I mean, at least our generation may be more accepting of of whatever that case may look like. Yeah, and, uh, and that's true. That's a good point. Uh, millennials are are probably going to be the generation that's way more open to that sort of I thing. I mean, I'd rather yeah. see a flathead under there or yeah. sitting. <laughs> I mean, out there in, in an open wheel, but yeah, mm-hmm. but you could make a casing that looks like it, though. You could. I mean. Uh, Again, Triumph or Norton, I can't remember which mm-hmm. motorcycle company it was, made a fuel injection system that looks like carburetors. Mm. That's, well, that's Triumph. Like that's Triumph. Body okay. out there. Yeah. yeah. So if you can do that, why can't you make a casing to hide the batteries that looks a little bit more like a flathead? I mean, I don't see any mm-hmm. reason why you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's an undertaking for sure. I mean, you could almost take like a mock-up block, cut it, bore, cut it out so it slips over your the diameter of the motor <laughs> that's and then true. bolt aluminum heads through that mock-up block <laughs> yeah. and you could almost do it yourself that's yeah, so that's, funny yeah because the the flatheads are basically quiet when they're running anyways at idle <laughs> so you just be like oh until you get on it you'll be like wait where's the sound <laughs> i don't know how much heat a motor like that would generate but i have no clue i, have yeah, no I don't either. know i don't know where there's, where there's a will there's a way yeah yeah, I don't know. I, I'm stoked. It's um, it, I think like our children's generation is going to be like, they're not really gonna know what a gasoline motor is. They're gonna kind of well, know it. Ours will because of ours. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. My, my, my daughter, my I don't know about my son. Yeah, I won't care. Yeah, I I think like we're at the crotchety old dads used to deal with that stuff. <laughs> Well, and, and can you guys imagine? So, Steve, you've been building e um, not EV. Uh, you've been building RC cars for ages now and you've built some really wild rc builds drift cars um just uh what uh uh, track you call them track cars right race cars yeah yep um are and then crawlers as well so you've kind of built everything so you're fully aware of ev technology on a smaller scale yes and all of that is clearly going to get scaled up it already is right we're already there yeah so You've had a taste of this stuff already. And and I have to assume that, like, you're 
especially excited about where things are going and sort of know how crazy it can get. Buckle up, shit's going to get wild. Because <laughs> I've watched your races. I, I've gone to a couple of these things, and actually they happen at uh, Motorhead Madness, which is a yep. local car show. They've got a, yep. uh, a portion of the event that is actually like a what, carpeted track or, yep, or whatever. Carpet, um, yeah. On-road carpet track. Um, it's, it's impossible to follow these things oh, unless so you're quick. used to racing them. It's mind-blowing how fast these little things are. Just it, means EV cars are gonna be even quicker. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to see where it's gonna go. Yeah, to scale that, scale that up, and it's it's gonna get wild. Yeah, I mean, just what the plaid is doing now is just mind blowing. What what does the plaid do? It's Zero like, to sixty, like one point two or something like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I don't know exactly, don't so me, but it's like something absurd. Like That's that. not realistic. I wonder if the body <laughs> yeah. can handle that. I don't know. Like, I so there's going to be a point where you have so many G-forces on your body that you just pass out. <laughs> God damn. Can you think about Xami on the highway just a little too quickly and you pass out? Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, then the um, uh, what is it? autopilot will just take over. Yeah, probably. Oh, another driver yeah. passed out. Oh, We're just going to take yeah. over. <laughs> just add incense into the air so they wake up eventually. I wonder. Oh. Driver went limp, autopilot taking, take over. Right? I, I wonder if we're going to reach a point, though, where the EV swaps are going to end up in hot rods and shit like that. There's going to be, like, a shitload of accidents. Because people are going to be so accustomed to, like, you know, the sort of, like... That's going to be a learning curve. Well, I'm a little worried about regulation taking over there. Yeah. It's like, how is this... It, that's a shitload of power for yeah. a lot of people who have no idea what to expect with electric. Right, and well, hopefully they, hopefully a few don't ruin it for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, only Fuck time will tell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've exhausted this for today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So hey, thanks guys very much for listening. Um, we'd love to hear. So if you, you guys want to comment in about like your thoughts on the EV and, and sort of like where things are going. What would you EV swap? Yeah. Let us know. I know that that's such a good question. Like, cause we, we all have different ideas. Um, I'll go to no end. I'll say it's Volkswagens. Yeah, I want to I've, EV swap a Gia. Yeah. I'd like to do a van again or a bay window. And Steve, what are you going to EV swap? I'd like to do an S10. First gen S10. Or even an OBS or... What about, a, what about a Honda yeah. Civic? <laughs> it's, I, I mean, I like to see it, but it, it's not my thing. Damn. Damn. He does not want to own our shitbox. <laughs> Gotta I mean, try. Maybe Gotta if, try. You, like, if I was like given a CRX, like you want to, oh, like, CRX would be fun. Like if I was like, like CRX given a clean CRX shell. You know what? I'm gonna I, go I'd, on I'd another tangent here. Um, so Charlie. the fact that <laughs> Charlie, 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 swap that thing. Charlie. Um, the fact that you can get hub-mounted motors is going to yes. change the fucking game. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can turn any car into an all-wheel drive car. Exactly. Yep. So you've got EG hatches. You've got CRXs. Like, you could so easily just toss a, uh, whether it's a Tesla swap or a hub-mounted setup in the back of it, and it suddenly you've got a rear-wheel drive CRX, like, nothing. That'd be sweet. Did you, have you seen Crazy. The I can't remember who manufactures them. Or it's a little, literally like a rear axle, 
with the integral motor built into it. So you'd literally just take your rear axle, say, out of your OBS Damn. and just bolt this rear axle integral motor unit onto your leaf springs, mount your battery somewhere, boom. No shit. You have an EV swap. I'm in. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Whoever manufactures that, let me know. You guys want to sponsor our you channel? You should sponsor our channel. <laughs> we will uh, we'll, uh, EV swap the OBS. Hell yeah. In a heartbeat. Yes. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's built into the axle it's housing. It's integral to the axle housing. That's so fucking it's cool. It's so smart. Those poor leaf springs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to do like a, maybe a, a traction bar or something. Yeah, I think we're going to need to do something. <laughs> a four link might be necessary. Or maybe like tone down like your voltage curve oh, or something. But that's the beauty of EV, man. Yeah. It's like... And you know this, building uh, RC cars, I'm sure that you've got to, like, dial shit in. Yeah. If you have too gnarly, uh, too, too high discharge rate of a battery with the right uh, motor, you'll just destroy parts. Yeah, it's no, I mean, it's no different than tuning a, well, I'm sure it's a little <laughs> different. Tiny bit different, but, but I mean, similar you, principles. You've got torque curves and, yeah. Fucking nuts! It'd be awesome. Well, yeah, it'd be well, fantastic. Electric motors don't really have a curve, but you know what? I, you know what? I mean. <laughs> a spike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A straight line. Fucking nuts! I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Um, sorry if you're a, a internal combustion fanatic. We just um, talk about EVs for an entire episode. Yeah. If you're still listening and you are an IC internal combustion fanatic icf <laughs> yes, if you're a person okay. who loves motors um we're sorry if we uh you know went on a uh, giant tangent but um, we still love thank them you. too yeah we do yeah th that's exactly it like oh, except they, for they when do. they decide they want to knock for no apparent fucking reason <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or like the knock sensor is being stupid yeah it who doesn't mean that knows. you're knocking it could just be that the knock sensor is being like ridiculous yeah very well could be yeah We'll figure it out. Dumb Don't worry about it. We'll yeah. bring it out to uh, Brian's track this weekend. and If it makes it. We'll break it. I don't want to break it. You have to break it. Okay, go ahead. You can kind of break it. <laughs> Send it. It, it, it. it can't break if it never leaves We're just going to take that uh, that uh, uh, resistor. We're going to plug that into the uh, the knock sensor <laughs> thing. And you're just, just going to do just send it. donuts. Just fucking send it. Hey, that's assuming the axle doesn't walk itself out. Well, <laughs> There's all stuff. sorts of things going against that fucking car. Fucking stuff. Okay, guys, thank you very much for listening to another Bruise with the Dudes episode. Um, we will see you next week with more stuff. Stuff? <laughs> Conversations? Bye-bye.
Dad Mods Media Machine presents The Brews with the Dudes Podcast. Hey everybody. So, you might be wondering, what is this video about? What am I looking at here? And a lot of you guys might not actually be familiar with what this uh uh, we'll call it the studio looks like so what we're doing where I'm sitting right now is this is the Bruce with the dudes podcast uh, Backdrop studio. We'll call it uh, So for those that aren't familiar, we've got a second channel uh, It is sort of our catch-all for every other project that we have going on That is not simply the main dad mods builds and when I say project it's things like um, the podcast that we do, if we shoot any sort of really random content, it goes there so that we don't um, disorganize the main channel and the people that are really there to listen or to check out, you know, shoebox content or the BMW build or the the Civic or the <laughs> Subaru or what will be the uh, pickup eventually here, you know, all that stuff. That's really there and it's meant to be very clear and organized, whereas the other one is fun, kind of catch-all for everything else. And that is where you'll find the Brews with the Dudes podcast. So what that's all about is it's uh, Donnie and I hosting a variety of guests on here to talk about anything and everything. We chat about stuff from our buddy Brian who came on to talk about his racetrack that he recently purchased and his um, journey to rehab that and try and turn it into something special. All the way to, you know, dad topics, uh, car industry discussion, you know, kind of anything and everything. Tiny bit of current events, but for the most part, we kind of leave that to the experts. Our focus is on humor, having a good time, and drinking some beers with our buddies. So... Uh, if you want to check that out, the Dad Mods 2 YouTube channel has it on there. You can also find us on Spotify, um, Anchor. Uh, I want to say that there's six different platforms that you can find the podcast on. So, you know, by all means, check it out. Watch for our Facebook posts or go on our um, our website, which is dadmodsofficial.com. And you'll see a lot of links there so you can access the various uh, platforms that we're utilizing. So... Thank you very much. We hope to check you guys check it out. Um, we're actually getting ready to shoot our Halloween special, which is going to be coming out Halloween morning at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want to check that out, please have a look. We hope you enjoy it. Um, if you want to stick around, consider subscribing. Um, you know, any uh, support that we get for any of the channel channels or any of the videos that we post up goes a long way we are working on growing this thing so that we can continue bringing good quality content and step our game up with you know bigger builds and uh, even better equipment and stuff so it's fun it's a journey it's a labor of love and we want to thank you guys for being a part of that so hope to see you at the next video